guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I want to conclude this week of the Come Follow Me with Luke chapter 18. Uh, the first little part of this right here has a great little story. I've heard it referred to as the story of the importuning woman. Now the word importune, it means it's the act of making intrusions, being unrelenting, but also being consistent. Okay, It means you're just unrelenting in what you are doing. Now, with regards to that, you go to verse number one of Luke chapter 18. It says, he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not faint. So this is the reason he gave this, is to try to teach people to pray and not faint. The original Greek for that, it actually means to fail or stop. So you're pray without stopping and praying without failing, right? So saying, there was in the city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, avenge me of mine adversary. Now, according to the law of Moses, a widow would not approve a judge. She would usually have a family member, uh, a male family member, an uncle, uh, brother, someone. So this tells you this woman has no other option. So she is approaching the judge. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continually coming she weary me. I'm going to come back to that in a second. And the Lord said, hear what the un just judge saith like I want you to listen to what that guy just said and shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them I tell you that he will avenge them speedily nevertheless when the son of man cometh shall he find faith on the earth in fact I'll come back to that in a second as well so back to this idea of wearying the Lord Joseph Smith had a quote where he said God is not a respecter of persons we all have the same privilege come to God, weary him until he blesses you. Now that is a very unique statement. Almost makes it sound like you just keep bugging God until he gives you your answer. So here's the question I want to pose to you. How do we weary the Lord without turning it into this idea of like Joseph Smith and Martin Harris, right? Because you know, I think there's a fine line there. It's like you weary the Lord, but Martin Harris did that to the point where it didn't end up working out very well. Although in the end, the Lord still made all of that work out. So I think the answer answer to that is you go to the Bible dictionary. One of the greatest statements about prayer, I can't stress that enough. If you really want to understand prayer, you go to the Bible dictionary under prayer. Prayer is the act by which the will of the father and the will of the child are brought into correspondence with each other. The object of prayer is not to change the will of God, but to secure for ourselves and for others blessings that God is already willing to grant, but are made conditional upon our asking for them. That's the thing is the Lord has said multiple times, ask, 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 and you shall receive, knock, and it shall be opened unto you. I want you to do this. In fact, you go back to Luke chapter 11, it actually gives you an idea of what it means to import or to weary the Lord. Verse number five in Luke 11, it says, And he said unto them, Which of you have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight, midnight, so you're waking this guy up, and saith unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Friend's coming, he doesn't have food. 
And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to thee. It's like, my family's asleep. Leave us alone. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give to him, because he is a friend, yet because of his importunity, there's that word again, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. I say unto you, Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Here's Jesus saying flat out, I want you to keep asking. And so that's an important principle. So I, I remember seeing a quote from Elder Gene R. Cook back in the day where it was just simply pray your way through the day, right? Pray always and not faint. And I think that's such a great principle. Back to that idea of will the Lord, when he comes, find faith on this earth? You know, you look at the idea of prayer. Do you think our world right now, particularly the United States where we're at, do you think people are praying more. So my initial response to that is like, I don't know if people are, are praying very much anymore. So a good friend of mine actually sent me a link to something that I thought was really cool. It's a foundation that's created something called Skylight. And it's a non-denominational thing, but it's trying to be able to get individuals, uh, youth and young adults especially, to be able to connect with God on a daily basis just by doing simple things, just to really access love and peace that comes from acknowledging that there's a higher power out there. Again, it's a non-denominational thing, but I think this is so cool because it's showing you, and it's really answering the question, is there faith found on this earth? Now look what he said right here. Now you can actually go to the website, skylight.org, and it's a thing called Prayer Wrap, which last week was the National Day of Prayer. And they found some very cool data with this right here. And I love how they have leveraged technology to be able to show all of this right here. But what it does is it lists a bunch of infographics here that are so cool. Like for example, 85% of Americans connect with their high power. This is a group of individuals that was surveyed uh, in the United States and it shows kind of what they're doing here with this. It says the average American prays two times a day, which I think is so cool. It says that Americans pray for 3.6 billion minutes each day, which averages out to 18 minutes per person. Which you think about that, I'm like, I don't know the last time I've prayed for 18 minutes. You wanna talk about importuning and wearying the Lord, if you will. Now again, God is not weary of your prayers. He wants us to ask, but the trick is to be able to align our will with his. And I think people are trying to do that. There's a cool statistic here where it talks about what Americans are praying for. For loved ones during a time of crisis, you got 76% that are doing that. 71% when someone is ill, 68% for other people during a time of crisis, 56% for when they themselves were ill, 47% before a big trip or journey. And it goes on and on, even down to the, for my favorite sports team or athlete to win, 19% there. And this cool thing here, why Americans pray, 70% want to connect with God. So you see this, and I would invite you to look at this whole page right here. It's prayerwrap.skylight.org. Check it out, and you're gonna see some wonderful things that that answer the question, will Jesus find faith on the earth? Yeah, I think we are more faithful maybe than we give ourselves credit for. The question to ask ourselves then is, are we aligning ourselves with that and joining with the Americans that are praying and making sure that we are praying our way through the day? I love this story and I love what it teaches me about the importance of having that daily connection with my Heavenly Father. I know that's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. 
And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.